Welcome to My Baddie Can Read. We're your new favorite baddies, Yanni and Nika. Our podcast is like a book club where we and our guests strip back the layers of different books. Discussing the stories, themes, and lessons they contain. From inspiring memoirs to intriguing mysteries. We'll explore all kinds of genres. So get ready for laughter, insights, and a deeper appreciation of the written word. Get in baddies. We're going reading. Hey baddies, welcome to Meeting 4. Today we are reviewing the Hulu series adaptation of The Other Black Girl. Hey, it's Yanni and Nika. Thank you for joining us again. So what did you, what are your initial thoughts? How do you want to talk about this? Okay, so I loved it. Yeah. I loved it, like from episode to episode. And I and it's so crazy because when I'm telling people about the book and show, like I'll tell them, look, even if you do not ever read the book, watch the show. The show is just so good. Mm-hmm. Like the show is good on its own. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. Like I'm mm-hmm. not mad at how they I'm not mad at the characters. I just feel like they got everything right. Like they stayed authentic to the book. Mm-hmm. But even though there was like that little, little spin stuff, at the yeah. end, it's like, okay, you had to do some things differently yeah. for, you know, a screen adaptation, but I loved it. I loved it. So um, I loved it too. And um, like Yanni said, a lot of the episodes were true to the book. The first episode we meet Nella and I was like, perfect. Yeah. I was like, perfect. <laughs> this is Nella. Y'all down to the bush and everything. This is Nella. I mean, she was so cute though. And can I say this too? I, as I was watching this, I'm just like, all of the characters are so beautiful. They were. And I didn't think that Nella was not cute in the book. I just <laughs> knew her hair wasn't done. <laughs> and her hair is not like not not done in the mm-hmm. um in the show, but it's like it's just how they described it though. <laughs> they described it as very dry. <laughs> okay. I don't think it's that dry, but it's just like it's not as done as Hazel's hair. But yeah, everybody was so cute. And there's some people that you may recognize the actors, but we were mostly introduced to new actors, mm-hmm. which I like. I like that too. Okay. So first episode, they say I'm different. Nella meets Hazel, a new coworker at Wagner Books who may not be exactly what she's seen. Mm-hmm. And this first episode, we get the first uh dun dun dun. <laughs> Um, because I remember as I was reading, I was like, okay, where is the thriller coming? Oh yeah. So we get it in this first episode, just a little piece. Is isn't this when her computer flickers, right? This first episode? Uh, is that when it happened? I, I thought it was. It's so funny that you said we get the dun 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 because I will say the first episode, I was like, why are they trying to force the ears? <laughs> 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 like, like they are trying to force the earring. Like, it's like y'all trying to take a sunny situation and just get, like, you're just trying to make the, um, what, what did they say on uh, Michael Myers? <laughs> like, y'all are just forcing the earring. They had a little, a little tone, a little music going on. Yes. 
Yeah, she. I think it is the first episode when she sits at her computer after she leaves Vera's office, mm-hmm. right? Vera, right? Mm-hmm. She sits at her computer and it flickers. Oh, and she's yes. seeing some of the pictures, and then she's seeing the camera is behind her desk. Okay, so we get our first little like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. And and um, I was cracking up at that part where she was sitting at Vera's seat. <laughs> I was really, <laughs> I didn't. It didn't even dawn on me that like. Girl, she is sitting in a cubicle outside of the <laughs> office. She does not have her own office. Like, this is not a spin-off. Like, this is not a some spin for the show's yeah. purposes. And then Vera came in. I was cracking up at that part. Yeah, she walked right in like office. it was her office. <laughs> and just turned in the lady's chair. What did you think about the initial meeting with, <laughs> with Hazel? <sighs> I don't think it was too weird. Um, oh, my gosh. I can't remember. What happened at that initial meeting? I think right away we got a hint of shade. A hint. Just a hint. What, what, what part? What did she do that with shade? Um, I think there was a joke that Nella was like, what? And Hazel was like, <laughs> <laughs> like just, you know, it was just like, she was looking like, wait, wait. And then Nella kind of like laughed a little bit more too. <laughs> Um, but right away, Nella is like, it's like a question mark there with Hazel. Like she likes her. She's like, oh my God, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. another black girl here. But then it was like that initial joke or something. She was like, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if Hazel kind of like the situation with the Harlem thing came up or whatever in the Being book from, um, yeah, mm-hmm. when they were talking about like the certain part or something. And I think Hazel did like a, a sister girl like yeah. thing. And, and Nella was like, oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say I laughed at the direction they took with Sophie. Um, the the she uh she worked in like the cubicles, but I think she was the same position as Nella, but she was like trying her best like to be like woke, like oh yeah. I feel like in the book she was not that pressed to be woke than the way they made her on screen. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think she said too much about it. It was just yeah. like, I mean, Nella did mention how, like, she tried to, like, be at the meetings and stuff and kind of, okay. like, so, I mean, I guess, yeah. I, who, who's the other um, editor? There's, like, Rival. Um, What's her name? I forget her name in the book, but she, I like the direction. They That's who, um, who Hazel was working for, right? Yes. Macy. It's, it's been so long. Yeah, Macy. Macy. Okay. But it's spelled so weird. M-A-I-S-Y. Macy. Okay. Yes. Macy. Oh, Maisie. Maisie. Yes. I liked her. I also think she was not... I, I mean, she was different from how the book portrayed. Because in the mm-hmm. book, I didn't see her as like a little sexy, you know, like yeah. it girl kind of wannabe type thing. But I liked, I liked her character and the actress they had to play her. Um, I think they definitely took a much more sci-fi approach than the mm-hmm. book. Um, again, I felt like Nellis, I said it before, her character was just adorably cute to me. Yeah, like, she's They really cute. made her have that child like, like. That innocence, like. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, you don't see what's going on here? Like. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was your thought about the character that they had to play? Well, I guess they're they're bringing Malaika to life. Um, I thought that 
in the show, they gave her a little bit more edge to her. Yes. I liked it, though. Yes, I liked it. But they gave her a little bit more edge in the show. I she was funny, y'all. So it was, it was, fu- it was funnier than what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do agree they gave it a little bit more of the sci-fi approach. Did you watch Who Cloned Tyrone on Netflix? No, you still ain't watching it. This it this gives that. I'm gonna watch. It's it. like I'm a silly sci-fi. It. Like okay. yeah, okay. so it has that like little airiness to it, but it's like it's parts that will make you laugh. I mean, it's Jamie Foxx in it, so mm-hmm. like he's gonna make you laugh. And the girl Tiana Parrish. Oh, okay. I know that. Mm-hmm. Is. Okay, she was in um the new the remake of Candyman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, I think it was interesting that they made the screen um that they made the series version have Nella tell there about the book before mm-hmm. calling because remember originally like she never even had that conversation mm-hmm. with Vera in the book, mm-hmm. but on the show they had it where she told Vera and Vera and told Vera, her yes to tell him. Not to comfort him. <laughs> okay, one one thing. The one character you just reminded me that I did not like adapted. Well, I didn't not that I didn't like it, I didn't expect him to look like that was Colin, the author of this <laughs> fictional book that Nella critiqued. That's true. I was like, I did not expect him to look like that. I was thinking of a very slim, nerdy. Yeah. Yeah, like a little more booty. But it just made it even more funnier for him to have a fit like that. As big as, <laughs> as big as he was. Like, you know, like, come on now. I thought, like, so this actor is a little bald. He's mm. a balding. So it, it makes him look older. Yeah. And I would have thought Colin was, like, a little younger. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like even him, they gave him a little more edge, too. Because in the book, he didn't come off. Like, in the show, he came off as, like, a blatant racist. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you asshole. But on the... um. In, in the, the book, book, yeah, it was not like it was a little more. Shit in the though. book, you could kind of make Nella feel a little crazy for having her take because it was <laughs> like you know he was very yeah. coy with it, like he mm-hmm. didn't put it out there. And to show you, like this guy is just like yes, he's like oh, what, like we're ignoring this. What did you say? And in the book, he's like oh, I'm genuinely <laughs> yeah, like, that's from okay. another perspective. We shouldn't mm-hmm. cut it like <laughs> um, in the first few episodes of the show, seeing Hazel on screen like. It just irritated me because it's like, <laughs> it just reminded me of so many people like that in real life who it seems like they get their personality from social media. Mm-hmm. Like how you said, like she was trying to have the yes girl moment mm-hmm. and stuff, like <laughs> just forcing it, like <laughs> get on my face. Because she knows, she feel like that's what they needed her to be. Yes. Yes. And yes. she was just, yes. It was like, we like the actors, but we like them for their roles. So like Hazel is supposed to get on your nerves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you know how with the book, like, it's like every, you know, like generally we're on board with, okay, you definitely should, um, you're right in telling him about himself, like speaking up for the sensitivity read, Mm -hmm. um, about the Chartricia character, but given the different facts between the series and the book, the, um, mini series in the book, would you still have told Colin about himself? If you were Nella, like given the facts where Vera's telling her specifically, like, hey, we want to wait until after this moment in time. Like we want to, you know, let him down softly. Would you have told him? So, so you're saying like, if it was like the book, right? Yes. Okay. No, if it was like the show. Okay. Where, where she's Vera told her like, tell him, but like, not right now. Yes. Um, I 
Me personally, yes. I would tell. <laughs> really? I'm going to be honest, y'all. And do not shoot me. Do not call me Uncle Tom or Auntie Tom Nisha. I would have told him in that moment. I feel like the way Nella did it, because she just made everything so awkward. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was yeah. just her whole, like, thing in this series. Like, she just made it awkward. I wouldn't, and I just feel like she was just like, it, like, it's mm-hmm. like word bombing. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of would have mm-hmm. breadcrumbed him. Mm-hmm. But I definitely would have said something. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you know, and then maybe maybe left it to where he wanted to ask the question. And then I would keep talking about it. I wouldn't have did it how Nella did, but I okay. definitely probably would have said something. Okay, so that's me. It's like, I wouldn't have, I, it, it would have been like a later than sooner type of thing for mm-hmm. me. Like, okay, I would have taken like to consideration. Like, okay, we have this party coming up for him, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, Z. I understand like, yeah, you know, he's. She didn't have to Bring blow the spot up like that, but I can see why she wanted to say something because yeah. I still want to say something. She said, don't call me all the time. You are. At that moment, <laughs> but I don't even like, I feel like my antennas would have went up as soon as I even saw Hazel being the person to suggest that I said something to him. Mm. Remember how she set that up for her? Like, oh, um, when she was like, Nella has something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. My antennas would have went up and I'm like, girl, you are not setting me up. You mind your business because I don't even need to tell you this in front of everybody. You know what? Now, now that you said that, yes, like my antennas would have went up and I would have been like, we could talk about it later. Yes. Yeah. Between us. Yeah. Like, we could discuss that later and then I'll set up a meeting. I'll send you an invite. <laughs> she would have pissed me off by throwing her like to the wolves like that. All she did was throw her to the wolves and Nella did not stand up for herself. Oh, she had no backing. She did not stand up for herself. It took her that whole party. To stand up, to say something. Like, who are you, Hazel, to tell me I have something to talk about? Like, I am a grown woman. I know how to bring up a topic when I need to. (laughs) She was like, yeah, it is something. She was like, girl, it's code switching. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, am I getting... What episode is that? No, no. (laughs) She's always... Oh, my gosh. She's always trying to blame something on code switching, (laughs) that wench. Do you code switch? At work, did we talk about this already? Mm, I don't know if we talked about that specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If we did, we're going to talk about it again. But mm, I don't, for me, I I I would call it just being professional code switching. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like when you think about code switching, is it just specific to spaces with like non like African-Americans? Because I feel like even if it's African-Americans, I'm going to like code switch yeah. kind of to, to, to have be more professional, professional demeanor. Right? Yeah. Well, I just I think the whole context of the of the word code switching came from being black in, oh, in these non-black okay. spaces. Okay. So us just being professional, that's just one thing. Okay. But yeah, I don't code switch. And I think Okay, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. Either. And like, I think that we have kind of like a privilege mm-hmm. because of like the area we're from. Yeah. But yeah, I don't code switch. Yeah. You start acting like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about to sister girl it up either though. Oh, like, yeah. we do that anyway. Like, yeah. And I'm not going to be loud. Like, I'm, yeah. no. It's still like a professional setting, right? Mm-hmm. You still want to be professional, but I'm not about to be. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then, see, and I don't have to because I don't work with, like, predominantly, I don't work in a predominantly white okay. space. Like, so. Uh, I do. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm I thinking know. about it. Yeah, I do. Honestly, a lot, oftentimes, the only others are like admin or like, mm. you know, yeah, janitorial or something. Mm-hmm. 
That's rare though here. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it depends on the industry too. Mm, like, yeah. Unfortunately, sure. even with this being like mm-hmm. predominantly black area. Um, so Hazel, she just got on my nerves. Like every moment, she took every opportunity <laughs> to <laughs> tear. To tear Nella down, build her back up, and tear her down again. <laughs> like when she tried to be nice and say the sensitivity read was Nella's idea. Like, girl, you're just doing that because you these are your manipulations. Uh-huh. Like it literally was like initiation for um Nella to be into <laughs> the uh the OB what is the OBGs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were initiating her, they were bullying the hell out of her. <laughs> well, Nella was. I like, wait, Nella was bullying who? No, I mean, Hazel was bullying Nella. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the, um, I like that they gave us a little background information onto, um, into the Vera and Macy beef. Like from them starting off as like mm-hmm. editorial assistants. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, so where, where are we at in the timeline? Okay, look, we just skipped all over going. Okay, so the second episode, we can. After the storm, so after the blow with Colin, Nella has to decide whether or not to apologize and whether or not she can trust Hazel. And if you read the book by now or seen any of the show, you know she decides she can trust Hazel. Like she, for whatever reason, <laughs> would you have apologized to Colin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I feel like, no. Yeah. Even if there was any damage, it was already done at that point. Now, apologize. You're just trying to, you're just trying to shit on me at this point. So here is a little difference. Um, In the book, no one specifically asked her to do it, right? To apologize to him, Mm -hmm. right? It was just kind of like Nella was toying with it. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. I should, you know, I should do it. Mm -hmm. But in the show, Vera specifically asked her, Mm -hmm. if you just apologize, like, and then... (laughs) I would have been, been like, like no. apologize for what? Because you making me apologize makes it even worse. Because yeah. you, there's some benefit of the doubt that, okay, you wrote this unappealing character mm-hmm. in this book. I told you about it. Mm-hmm. But making me apologize as if I'm the one who did something wrong mm-hmm. with trying to help you in doing my job. Mm-hmm. Now you're, again, just like I said, how in the show, you're just blatantly racist. Mm-hmm. So, no, that would have had to be my last day. Pretty much right. the whole company, <laughs> Wagner Books, played in Nella's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the <did>. whole time. <laughs> and she still didn't quit, and she let them. <sighs> so, yeah. So, episode three. Um, episode three, I think Nella is now starting to question more about where um, Kendra is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like flashes of like, is it Kendra on the screen and stuff um, in the office that she's seeing? I guess it is. It yeah. is. She's trying to warn her through the technology. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So it's like flashes of her. And I'm like, okay, honestly, y'all, what is the, um, what are, what is, um, Kendra's group called? The resistance. the resistance is doing a really bad job of trying to get Nella's attention, y'all. <laughs> they are scaring the hell out of her. <laughs> and they would have scared me, too. No, I would not want to be would part not, of the resistance. Right. I would not be thinking, like, okay, there's this group that is out <laughs> to get me. And then here, here are these nice people trying to save me. Like, no. I would They're not leaving her real, like, scary messages. <laughs> Call this number. 
Leave, leave Wagner. Then they got the girl flashing up on the screen that people think she's dead. And she's flat. It looks scary. It looks like she's trapped somewhere. It don't look like she's trying to get Nella's attention. Yeah. Not to mention the character looks like... um The character is from Get Out. That's her? Yes. What? I was about to say, that seems like the no, 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 no. They favor each yeah. other. I didn't oh, wait. Is her. it her? Let me not. Like, I think it's I her. I thought it was her, too. It might be her. <laughs> Oh no, it's not. It's not her. <laughs> but they look alike. No, they look alike they though. So All right, y'all. We tried. We that's thought her, that's her doctor. She looked like her with that wig. <laughs> oh my god. That side swoop wig. She looked like that girl from Get Out. Yes. So see, um, sorry. Episode four. What about your friends? Nella meets Diana Gordon, a famous author and her hero, and Nella invites Hazel over to meet her friends. And Diana is fancy, y'all. Fancy. That evil thing. Wasn't she evil? I I found it interesting that like they didn't um they didn't include like the third friend that they grew up with having been the scientist, uh-huh. it, like the hair grease, like they made mm-hmm. it a just Diana thing, mm-hmm. which is very weird because it's like, girl, how are you an author and you cooking up hair grease? <laughs> they did have the friend in here. No, I'm not tripping. Oh, they did? Yeah. I think it wasn't in, I don't think it was in the book, but it was in the show, right? More so. No, it was in the show. I mean, it was in the book because she was the friend who also grew up with the both of them. Okay. And she was like a scientist or something. Okay. Biologist or, I don't know, chemist. Um, so maybe it wasn't so, but who was she talking to though in the, um, when she was at Howard in the office and they were talking about this batch is making these, these bitches competitive or what what was she saying? (laughs) They're being too competitive. That was on the show? Yeah. I don't remember that part. I might've missed that. Um, what, what was they calling? What were they saying about Hazel? They were saying she's too competitive, right? In the book? In the show. When they flash back to, oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. And then they came back to, she was just saying like, this batch, you, mm-hmm. you need to take it easy on whatever ingredient. Mm-hmm. And she was like, because they're too competitive. Okay. Oh, damn. They're running. She's like, they're running the other ones off. Okay. Okay. Y'all, they were so similar. It was slight differences. We kind of got them mixed up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then, so she meets, yeah, Diana. Diana. Gordon. And I think right away we know that Diana and um, Richard are having mm-hmm. an affair. Like we can, you could just see that right mm-hmm. away. In the book, it was kind of like a guess, mm-hmm. like until it was just obvious that they were having an affair. Yeah. And Nella invites Hazel over to meet her friends. That episode was hilarious. When she was y'all dinner. Oh my gosh, this is um. Wait, oh, this is when Nella invites Hazel over to meet. Yes, to okay. meet Malika and Owen. And when she's making them the paella. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Malika is on to Hazel. She's like, how do you not know your favorite? And she's like, who is this? And she was like, so you just said TLC was your favorite um, yes. artist. <laughs> Listen, she was the funniest. Yes. And was just like, oh my God, him and him and Nella were meant for each other. They were just, <laughs> they both were just like, are you stupid? <laughs> oh my gosh. And then so episode five, 
Don't You Want Me. A leak of Colin's book causes pandemonium at Wagner and tensions boil over between Nella and Vera. Who leaked the book? Did they ever disclose that? I thought it was Hazel. Oh, was I, okay, that's okay. What, I, I feel like we had to guess, but yeah. like, I think it was Hazel. Because just so they could suspect Nella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were just trying to stab. Or, or was it Richard? I don't know. I don't think it was Richard. Okay. It was, I think it was Hazel, y'all. Mm-hmm. They all were out to get her at this point. Okay. Richard had to call Diana in to like, right, to bring yeah. her in. And like, cause he knew how much Nella like looked up to Diana and Kendra. Yeah. So he called her in to see if like, you know, and they were already investigating her to be part of yeah. the OBGs. So. And so, yeah, they had leaked the um, book, which was a, another big difference from the um, the actual book, The Other Black mm-hmm. Girls, them leaking needles and pens. So mm-hmm. um was not expecting that. Um, so by ep- episode five, I just felt completely lost on the parallels at this point. You mm-hmm. like, you started to see like, okay, this is not like the book in a mm-hmm. good way. And yeah. Again, I, I appreciated the differences, right? Yes. Yes. So. Um, when Vera got fired, I was like, what? I was like, what? I was not expecting that. <laughs> and I still, so when um, Shawnee got kidnapped, I think I was still confused watching the show on who kidnapped her. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, of course we know mm-hmm. it was the resistance. But I think when I saw it happening, I was still like, is this going to be like the book? Or like who? Wait, kidnapped? the resistance kidnapped her. I thought the OBGs kidnapped I mean, her. Yes, I'm sorry, okay. the OBGs kidnapped her. Yeah, it was just like a slight so, confusion. In the book, yes. I was a little confused too. In the book, I was very confused. yeah. Um, I'm like, who they took made her? It clear yeah, in the yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we have a guest joining us today. This is our IRL, one of our in real life book club friends, Marsha. And she has also read The Other Black Girl, and she's watched the series. So she's going to join us in our discussion of the last five episodes, the second half of the show. She's also awesome. So I'll let her tell you a little bit about herself. And FYI, Nika is here as well, but we don't know what Nika's been doing with that throat over there. So... (laughs) She's a little raspy and hoarse. Just a little under the weather. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so she, uh, Marsha is going to introduce herself. Um, and we're going to also let her tell us what makes you a baddie, Marsha. Um, okay. Well, first, thank you for having me. Um, you know, I'm really excited to talk about the book and the series. Um, the series, it took me a while to, you know, catch up on it, but I'm ready to go. Um, so just a little bit about myself. Um, I'm originally from Maryland. Um, pretty much grew up here. Uh, a lawyer by day, an avid reader and Netflixer by night. Um, and I think what makes me a baddie is... Honestly, just like the fact that I am honest with myself and know that I make mistakes and I'm fine with it. I think it took me 
a little bit to get to that point to be like, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Um, and so the fact that I'm willing to embarrass myself and just, you know, learn from it, I think makes me a value. I love it. I love it. Okay. So episode six is the episode entitled Fake Smile. And I think this is the episode where we were introduced to Jesse Watson. What did y'all think of that? <laughs> he was interesting. <laughs> He was bad. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to look like that either. Because <laughs> I just had Dr. Umar in my head. So. Yep. <laughs> I Just from the book, I expected like a dark-skinned black man. Yes. And so the like, he reminds me of, um, oh, what's his name from Grey's Anatomy? Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, Marsha. I was about to say that I think that like, they try to <laughs> He reminds me of him, like that whole just like light skin, but all about the people kind of thing. Yes. Yes, definitely. And then like the names, like Jesse Williams mm-hmm. and Jesse yes. Watson, like y'all. I did know. not even think about Jesse. <laughs> They're pretty similar. Yes. So um I love when he read, when Jesse read Nella at their like lunch date. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that kind of encouraged her to get real with herself Mm -hmm. and not. So, of course, like Marsha, you know, like the the ending was not the same as the book. Yep. So I think like that kind of played a part into her not ending up in OBG. I agree. And I also, I like how he had more presence in the, in the, in the uh, show versus the, the book Um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, I don't know. I feel like in the book, he was just kind of like there to just kind of be a reminder that it could happen to men too. Um, And for hopefully if there's some kind of like season two, which I don't know if there will be, but like if there's something, I feel like they could incorporate him more in it Mm -hmm. because of the way it ended and like where he was at when it ended. Yeah. Um, and by, okay, so by the end of this episode, I'm also excited to see how um, Shawnee escapes. That's how I was, well, at the time when I was watching the show, mm-hmm. I was I was thinking that, okay, it'll be like the book. Like she's going to end up, you know, coming back stronger than ever, ready to take them down. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was excited to see how that would have happened. But, you know, in the show, it didn't happen that way. Yeah. I kind of wish Nella got a chance to actually, like, meet and talk to Shawnee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, it doesn't, I don't think it would change the story, really. But, like, for my own personal, like, she could have gotten hit to all of this a lot sooner 
they would have yeah. been nice if she got to talk to Shawnee. You know, I was saying that to Yanni too. I'm like, if they weren't so cryptic and scary, and it just came out with it, you know, like just talk to her. <laughs> like, this could have been cleared up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, so I, get I, it. I know they didn't know what side she was on, but yeah. Come on now. Also, sorry, I I don't want to derail, but like, no, go ahead. Can we talk about the wigs that they choose for these women? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! Oh so, my god! When they were at the dinner, real natural hair, though, right? The, I think I think it was like Shawnee more specifically where I noticed. Well, I think I oh, like I, the yeah. wigs that they gave her <laughs> when she was part of the group. <laughs> yeah, like when they were had the dinner, I was like, they could have given her a better wig. So <laughs> I think that was on purpose. <laughs> they really did her dirty but do you think that could have been a play on like the theme of like the other black girl because it's like here they are thinking they are the cream of the crop <laughs> having been turned and it's like you had this goofy wig on and that is, that's really how some people operate like it's so funny because there I was just watching a podcast where it was like a clip from a podcast that went viral where these girls they were like talking about natural hair and they were saying oh yeah I can wear my natural hair to church or yes um if oh my gosh so ignorant and it's like look at y'all's wigs they look like helmets like you have the nerve to think like oh when I'm dressed up my hair has to be long wig and her headband wig was sitting in a (laughs) on top of her head and you have the nerve to be saying that Somebody with natural hair can't sit with you. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, I don't know, I guess what, at least because I, I know the clip you're talking about. I don't know what kind of natural hairstyle they're referring to, which it doesn't even matter, honestly. Mm-hmm. But like the idea that having a wig and straight hair equals being better. Exactly. Um, in comparison to like, you know, your quote unquote nappy hair. How your hair naturally grows out of your scalp. Exactly. And it's not good enough. Like what? And for that clip, I think they were, um, I I don't, I want to say they were Nigerian, but I don't know. So I'm not, I don't want to like, you know, definitively Mm -hmm. say that, but it's like of all places. (laughs) Right. Um, But like that idea of like, oh, straight hair and wigs and weaves and all that stuff are best, but you're not, you don't even have the best looking one is. Right. <laughs> the audacity. The whole idea of like, you you can't wear braids doing this and right. it's so tired. Like I'm over the argument. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you pivoted to that, Marsha. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> um, okay. For the, what I consider to be the best episode of the entire series, episode seven. Uh, Hazel invites Nella and Malika to her house for a girls' night, but the more of Hazel's life they see, the more uneasy they feel. <laughs> this episode was so funny. Um, I think it was the beginning. It was the beginning of the episode, right, where Hazel was getting ready for work and she was having like that crazy. Like monologue, mm-hmm. I like that. I, I I I think it's. I always think it's interesting when like a show focuses on like the character who 
seems to be, you know, a little touched. Right. You know, I, I just think it's so funny to see how um, actresses and actors bring that to life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is one of, this is one of my, fa- I feel like they definitely did the book justice um, in the, at the hair party. Like yeah. it was one of the scenes I could not wait to see come to life. <laughs> And I, I feel like also um, Malaika also, she shined in that episode too. Yeah. Yes. Like she was so funny, especially like, and like even bringing her ex in that I think was really good because I yeah. didn't really be like, okay, you, we, we know someone who definitely knows what she was like before and mm-hmm. they, okay, there's a big difference right now. <laughs> Yanni, you thinking about the episode? <laughs> <laughs> because that that oh my god, that was one of the best parts of the scene too. That like she was just going crazy over the fact that like, girl, what did she say about her? You didn't even you thought Goldman Sachs. What did she say? She was like, you didn't know what Goldman Sachs was. You thought it was a shopping store or something <laughs> like that. And she was like, and now you're just this bougie person. Oh my gosh. And and even like the way the other girls would just like stand up the second Hazel stood up or like do things that were like, this is weird. Like this is not normal in any situation. I was afraid as I was watching that episode, I was scared that like, since they had already, you know, um, they didn't like follow um, the book exactly. I was scared that they were going to turn Malika at the party. I was like, no, I was like, they're gonna get her. I was like, if she leaves her alone, they're gonna like <laughs> put her down and change her. But didn't she say like the same line in the book? Like, I don't let people put stuff in my hair. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, she didn't play. But actually, I had that feeling about Malika um, when she got hit. Oh, I'm I'm moving too fast. But um, like when she got hit by the the van. Like, I thought they were going to kidnap her. Yeah. And like turn her. They probably knew. They probably said, we're going to need the extra, the strongest formula we have. <laughs> right. For this one, let's just leave her alone. Um, I, what did y'all think about? Did y'all find any significance in um, black hair care being like the potion? Yeah. Yeah. I, did you find like any symbolism between that and like relaxers? I did. I, I was literally just thinking about relaxers. I mm-hmm. think so. Cause it's like, you know, that creamy crack kind of thing. Yeah. Like that was, I mean, that, that's what everyone was using. So they could be like, quote unquote, accepted in society. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that like, they decided to use that just in a di- slightly different way. I thought I thought it was a good, a yeah. good thing. And even for like the men being like, oh, getting a haircut is like the equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Cause you know, men like to get their haircut, <laughs> you know? So it's interesting. Speaking of the haircut, they didn't really, I mean, the book and the show both left us wondering about the boyfriend. Uh-huh. And and you know we know in the book like his sister like you know he had a sister who owned a hair care shop and mm-hmm. all of that they didn't really introduce that in the show but 
do you you guys think that like he knew about Hazel or do you think that he was like completely innocent and like these are just these people harassing my girlfriend because they think she's some girl from Chicago or wherever I think what did you say I think he knew oh. I think he knew yeah I think he is I don't know I just feel like they have a lot of these meetings um she has all the information in the bedroom you know don't they live together oh that's true yeah so it's just like I don't know how much she could hide from him you know being that they gotta meet like a cult and all that mm-hmm. also since Marsha mentioned haircuts that could be how they turn Jesse. men. Oh, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good point. But I think it's just in general, it's just like they're going to get us where they know like where we are. Like they know we take care of our hair. They know we pride ourselves and take care of our hair. Men with their haircuts, girl with their hair care is going to be <laughs> something. Marsha, did you see um, who cloned Tyrone? Yes, I did. That was good. Um, what was your question about it? Um, I was gonna ask, do you find any like similarities with this and who cloned Tyrone? Because mm. like them get getting them trying to assimilate to the man on who cloned Tyrone, it was in the I think they had a relaxer there and it was in the chicken. It was I was yeah. In the mood and in the music and then like in the liquor or something. I never put the two together, but that that's a good point. Like it's it's literally just picking things that unite, maybe not unite, but like is across the board something mm-hmm. that black people do. Like again, like you said, black women, black men, it's our hair, regardless of like what you're doing with it. Um and then especially if you're in certain communities, like Food is a really big part of our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, I can't remember exactly, but I feel like in, in um, Hupo and Tyrone, they were like in like food deserts specifically, I think. Mm-hmm. I and so like, there's always going to be like that one spot that everyone wants to go to. Mm-hmm. So everyone's going to eat there. Um, that's a good point. I didn't even yeah connect them. But yeah, I think they are really similar. Um, just one more thing to say about um, episode seven. Mm-hmm. When they weren't let, letting them out of the the brownstone, <laughs> I think it would have been hilarious if they just started fighting them immediately. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you not letting out of this house? Who are you kidnapping? Like, but also, like, why do you have to explain? <laughs> exactly. I'm <laughs> leaving. Like, and if you don't let me out, I'm just swinging on y'all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe out of here. There was, I mean, I seen that. Um, I think it was a a TikTok or something, but <laughs> it was like this guy. He was saying like, for black people, when you're leaving, you always have to announce when you're leaving. You can't just leave <laughs> like something's going on, <laughs> or like I think it's you. If like something goes wrong completely, it's like, oh, he knew he didn't tell the rest of us, kind of thing. So I wonder if like part of that kind of played into it. Like you have to like announce that you're leaving, but like, I think they went into too much detail. Like they did not need to be like, oh, 
the dog surgery. Da, da, da. It's like, I need to go. Thank you for, you know, this lovely evening. I need to go have a good night. That's it. I don't want to talk about Exactly. When Shawnee came out at the end of the episode, I thought she was faking because, you know, still had my mind on the book. I thought she was faking. I was like, oh, she's faking well. Like, <laughs> with her little bob. <laughs> but do you think she did it willingly? Like, because she was, was she tied up, I think? Yeah. Like, do you think Hazel just put the cream in her hair while she mm-hmm. did it? Mm-hmm. I think she did it by force, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because remember, they refer to some as like voluntary and some as involuntary. That's so. true. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. <laughs> she had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so episode eight, The End of Love. Nella's worst fears begin to come true as she tries to put all the pieces together before the launch of Diana's new imprint. This was my least favorite episode. Same. It was sad. I don't know. It just Anella just kind of pissed me off. <laughs> Why? Because I don't know. I just felt like it was taking her too long to put the pieces together. She did, did take her a while. I was <laughs> like, like Nella, please. Oh, when Hazel came to their house with that soup, <laughs> I was like, y'all better not open that door. Her crazy self. I was screaming when Owen closed the door on her face. <laughs> no, but the way he like the fact that he even got the suit to get through that crack. I was like, "There's no way." <laughs> also, like the fact that she was like, "Can I like I have to come in?" I'm like, "Ma'am, you do not live here. You don't know people. What? Like, just drop the soup off and go." <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, nobody put no bass in their voice. Nobody scare her off. She's just still insisting at the door. And they're like whispering, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> also, didn't she, when she was having, um, when she was lis- when she was sitting with Jesse and talking to him and like Shawnee was in the corner listening to them, did she have, was that a moment where she had like, I guess a little like thought from like one of those intrusive thoughts because of the uh, hair product? Did that happen like slightly? I thought so because they was. I thought so. I thought it was a couple of moments where I was like, "Ooh, okay, they go there." Yes, and so. it pissed me off because I'm like, "Why didn't you wash your hair as soon as you got home from that party?" <laughs> but in her mind, she didn't. But it took her so long time. to put the pieces together. Yeah. And like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And when Malaika was talking to Vera. <laughs> I was surprised that they like kept Vera like relevant post firing. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Either. But she did provide some like, you know, she made me laugh a little bit <laughs> just because like she's just your typical, you know, white woman who just head in the clouds, like, no awareness of just, like, what's happening to everyday people. Yeah. And then poor Malika hit by the car. I thought it was over for Malika. I, I thought so, too. I was like, she's gone. Either either she's gone, gone, or she's gone in the 
spiritual sense. Where she <laughs> At that point, I stopped the episode and I went back out to see, like, uh-uh, how many more episodes we got left? Because I need to know what happened to this girl. I could have sworn it was, like, ending soon. So I'm like, uh-uh, what's going on? I was so glad she uh, that. Yeah. And, and the fact that she only got a broken arm, that's pretty good for getting hit by a car. And she was out cold, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. This was probably up there with one of my fave episodes, too. Episode nine, to be young, gifted, and broke. We learned more about Hazel and exactly what happened in Boston. I was happy to get a background story from Hazel. Same. I'm really not sure that, that it justified anything for me, but I was still happy to get it. I don't think it justified anything for me, but it made me feel a little bit, like a little bit of like sympathy for yeah. her. Just yeah. knowing like where she was coming from. Um, do I think she needs to force other people to live the life that she, <laughs> that she wanted to live? No, but I can see where like, you know, she's just, you know, been knocked down so many times by life and, you know, no one was giving her the opportunity and this opened the doors for her. Mm-hmm. Um, like I could see at least her reason for wanting to do this, but you know, again, it stopped at like, okay, you, you can do whatever you want with your life, but when you try to force other people to live the life that you're living, that's mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she did have a little touching story. It's it's like I don't know. Some people maybe they would opt out of empathy or just like this sense of loyalty to. And even if it's not necessarily like what some would deem the black cause, if you just think of like even with what people call cancel culture now, like some people just feel like I'm tired of like always having to be aware of something simple as going to the grocery store mm-hmm. or shopping at the mall. Does this store have a history of being racist? What, like, like, you know, like, what have they been in the news for? Or do they pay their employees fair wages? You know, like mm-hmm. a big corporation, Do are they fighting their employees um, creating a union? So it's like I don't know. It's like comparable to that to me. Yeah. Mm. I also think that it kind of shows, I mean, not to this extreme, getting, you know, cream and changing their their whole thought process from it, but it just kind of shows like what breeds from desperation. Mm. And I think with our community, um, Black Americans, that's what I'm speaking for. That's what I am. It's sometimes I feel like they... Like we can get to that point, you just systemically how we are, you know, we, we don't have the most wealth and stuff like that, that we get to the point where we're so desperate. Sometimes it's easy to fool us. It's easy to, you know, it's like, well, shoot, I got to make it. So F everybody else, you know, because I'm so desperate and I'm so, you know, I need to get ahead. There's a lot of people who will sell out just to get ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And then look, some people it's like, I don't even look, I don't even need a hair cream to be apathetic towards other people's issues. Like I'll just do that on my own accord. So not saying me, I'm saying like there are people who, you know, feel that way. Um, Just like, 
It's it's I mean it's sad because it's like there are so many systemic issues mm -hmm. that we need to fight, but at the same time we're just tired. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, and like we have nobody else who's fighting for us. So mm -hmm. I in in a sense, like you said, Nika, I I I can see how people get to this point again. Mm the hair cream or like forcing other people to, you know, live your life is weird, but I can see how like at some point you just, you just want to like live, you know, it's not mm -hmm. fair for other people to just be able to live and you can't, you know, you're constantly worried about not only your life, your family's life, your strangers, a stranger's mm -hmm. life, but who is also black. Like it's, it's too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's real. That's why I do like small acts of like uh resistance. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like I used to I know when we were in school and I was in a business school. So it will often be talk of like what what's professional, <laughs> what's not. And I feel like a lot of like our hairstyles was deemed like not professional. And I had this friend who will always be like, oh, I can't wear my hair blonde because we got the internship this summer. Oh, I can't get these braids. I take these braids out in two weeks. And I'm just like, no, like this is our hair. We should, the hair is blonde. You know why we can't wear blonde hair. And so I always like say like my little act of resistance is I'm going to wear my hair how I want to at work. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to change my voice to like, you know, make people at work feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be them. But I still see a lot of people that um, I don't want to say they're trying to be white, but I still see a lot of people that kind of like code switch, you know, to like fit in in these spaces. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they didn't have to anymore. Yeah. Um, I feel like the show, this episode kind of like hinted at some other issues. Um, within the black community and like specifically for black women too, like um, with Hazel and she had a brother, right? Mm -hmm. um, and like how the mom treated her and it kind of reminds you of like um, the sentiment that like a lot of black women feel let black mothers raise their sons and tolerate their daughters. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, like I'm going to take it easy on him, but you kind of carry the responsibility of this entire family. Yeah. Whereas um, sons don't. Uh, I really like when um, Shawnee had that conversation with Hazel when she like, you know, was honest with her about trying to turn her. Um, and she was just like, the world would never be perfect. I was like, kudos to Shawnee. Because it's like, that's true. If it wasn't, sometimes if it wasn't one issue, it, it might, it it may very well be another. Like it's just that's just humanity's problem. Um, so I like that. Um, okay, so the final episode that left us wanting more, mm. well, left me wanting more. Um, what about y'all? Left me wanting more. Same. I'm. I'm like I. I know. <laughs> Finish the book, but you could do season two. I know. Like, go, go in the um, Game of Thrones route where you just start writing and like <laughs> forget about the books. Just keep writing. Or either that, or um, 
Zakia Harris needs to uh, she needs to be writing yesterday and get it together and put that yes. out with that sequel. Yeah. So season one, episode 10, Down with Disease, Nella faces the ultimate decision and must choose between everything she's worked for and the safety of everyone she loves. <laughs> there we the episode starts off with the talk show. Um, was that was that from the 80s, right? The Kendra and Diana situation. Right. I think right. So, like 89. Late 80s. Okay. Yeah. Um, can you guys remember exactly what was said on the talk show that like pissed um <laughs> that pissed Diana off? I mean no that pissed Kendra off. What what was it? I think uh actually I don't <laughs> I think it's I don't remember exactly what was said, but I remember that it like reminded her of the fact that the wrong ending was chosen. Yes. But I don't remember like what the trigger was. Mm -hmm. Like she didn't stay true to what she wanted the ending to be for the book. Yeah. She went with what Wagner suggested. <sighs> Which like, I wish, I guess kind of going back to the, the flashback um, episode with Hazel, I wish between um that episode and so like nine and ten that they kind of dug deeper kind of like in the book a little bit about like why um why diana decided to make the dream like i, I know they like they kind of you know they they, de they definitely said it but like how that had to do with like what that had to do with like kendra ray specifically like i feel like an alternate ending to a book isn't like a good enough reason for me to be like, you know what, we need this hair cream and we're just gonna cover <laughs> all these black girls and black, black men um, on, you know, how they approach life. So I feel I, like I wish they had like, had Diana like speak to that a little bit more. So my so with Kendra and Diana, it's so funny, like Marsha, how you um mentioned, you know, like you should just be able to just live. I feel like Diana and Kendra are like complete opposite ends of those of that spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like you have Diana who's like, I don't give a damn about any of these issues. <laughs> like, give me my white man, give me my <laughs> lemon water, and black people, whatever. And then you have Kendra, who is just like, I'm going to get angry about everything. Like, I don't even want you saying, like, I don't even want you to say hello to me incorrectly <laughs> if you're white. And I don't want you, like, I don't want you making suggestions on anything. So that was, that was interesting to me that they were both like, okay, there has to be some, you know, medium, you guys. You don't have to be, <laughs> what you don't have to be a Diana and you don't have to be a Kendra. Do you, do you in the middle. Think, um, that like especially like the Diana Kendra dynamic, especially like how you described it. Do you think it kind of like not explains, but at least kind of hints to 
Hollywood a little bit. So for example, like the black actors and actresses that white people love. So like a pre, you know, the slap and all that stuff, but like a Will and Jada kind of, well, like Will, like let's say Will specifically, like mm. versus, um, I'm trying to think of a good example, but like a black actor or actress that is like black famous only. Like a, who's a good one? Sanaa or like Neil. That's not to say Sanaa did. <laughs> like, I don't know. I wonder if they're trying to hint at that. Like, because for a long time, like someone like Will was like, white people loved him. He was like, you know, the Fresh Prince. And, you know, he never really rocked the boat in terms of saying things or, um, you know, taking a stand on anything. Just like, did his movies, worked with a lot of white people, and then like that was it. Versus like I'm trying to think of someone who's like more outspoken though, because Sanaa doesn't really say much. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, we're like they're like, oh, we we don't want to touch that. Mm-hmm. I wonder. So <laughs> overall, Marsha, how do you like the show compared to the book? I thought they did a really good job. Like one of the reasons why I was like a little bit slower on the show is because when I first started watching, it was pretty similar to the book. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to like watch like watch exactly the same thing again. Yeah. Um, but then once it started changing a little bit, I was like, okay, I like this. Especially since I didn't really like the ending in the book. Mm-hmm. I wanted Nella to like, you know, come out on top and not change. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that like she's like some kind of undercover agent, um, I think is is really interesting. And I feel like it sets it up really good if they decide to do another season. What are some of your favorite books that you would like to see turned into a movie or TV show? Mm. Oh, you know what's a good one? Um, the Vanishing Half. Mm. Uh, which I know they did the, um, what was it? I think it was called Passing. They did Passing. Oh, um, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, and I read that book too, but I thought The Vanishing Half was a lot more interesting than um, Passing. Um, just because it had like more layers to it. Um, and I feel like doing the vanishing half would be really interesting just to kind of like see how they they put the words to life. Um, so that's the first one that came to mind, but um, one that I really want to see is so funny is that it's on Hulu now. Um, Black Cake. I just finished. I just finished watching that. And Did I, you read the book too, Marsha? No, and I or I, the second the episode, the last episode ended. I ordered the book because I was like, I need to know. Like, I need to know certain things. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to. The book came like this weekend, so I'm about to start reading that one. Other than that, I'm trying to think. Since it's already a show, I guess that doesn't really count. Um, 
Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan. I think that would be like a cute, like, mm-hmm. romance, like, movie. For me, I would like to see Detective by Day <laughs> into like a show or like a little mini series. I think it would be so funny because the book is just hilarious and I love a murder mystery. Oh, um, the sequel that we read? Yes. Yeah, so Detective by Day, you know, that was the first one. Okay. And the second one, uh, what was the name of the second one? I forget it, but oh my gosh, those books are hilarious. Any of my favorite murder mystery books, like the Goldie, uh, I read the Goldie, the Caterer series. And I feel like that would be like a little cheesy Hallmark film or movie. I mean, mini series type of thing. Like Hollywood yeah. Homicide and Hollywood Ending. That, yes. Those would be good too. Yeah, that would they would be a good, funny. <laughs> yeah. A good little funny movie. Oh, they would be good. What was the one that I'm blanking on the name right now that we um, read and it was like she started dating her um, her, her boyfriend's boyfriend. father. Yes. What was that one? You make a fool oh, death your beauty. Yes. yes. That would be a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good movie. That's something that Hulu or but I was gonna say they didn't put it on HBO so they could just go all the way. Oh, that's true. Yes. Listen, yes. <laughs> but Hulu because Hulu can get pretty graphic, right? <laughs> they have like all the stars show. That's true. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have the game for you guys. This game is guess which of these movies were books first. There are a few trick questions on here. Wait, you said what? The game is to guess which I'm going to tell you the names of two movies, and you have to say you have to guess which one was a book before it was a film. Okay. Okay. So the first one is Mean Girls or Juno? Juno. Juno. No, Mean Girls. Oh, Mean Girls is a book. Yes, the name of the book was. Let me see. Uh, I don't know why I thought Tina Fey came up with that on her own. Yeah, me too. Her name is all over it. Yeah. (laughs) I would like to read the book too. Let me see. The name of the book, Queen Bees and Wannabes. A 2002 book for parents by Rosalind Weissman. It focuses on the ways in which girls in high schools form cliques and on patterns of aggressive teenage girl behavior and how to deal with them. Oh, this is like a self-help book, not even like... Yes, yeah. But oh. um, the the um, high school that the book was based on, um, we, have a, a, we had a classmate from WCL. She said that she went to the high school. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she was like the girl. Ooh, she said the girls, they, she was like, it, it was nasty. Nasty teenage girls. Mm. Okay. Number two, Pretty in Pink or The Devil Wears Prada? Devil Wears Prada? I would say yes. Pretty in Pink. Oh, God. So that was a little trick question because <laughs> it is The Devil Wears Prada. Nika, I can't believe you didn't know that. No. <laughs> 
And Pretty in Pink was made into a book after the movie. So that was one of the rare occasions where somebody made a book about a movie. But yes, The Devil Wears Prada, a novel by Lauren Weisberger. Hmm. Okay. The next one is Pitch Perfect or High School Musical? Oh, my God. Uh, Pitch Perfect? Yes. Pitch Perfect. I feel like High School Musical. <laughs> you, that that's definitely someone something that someone could have come up on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next one is Legally Blonde or My Cousin Vinny. Oh my god, Legally Blonde. Um, I don't know. Um, My Cousin Vinny. Nope, Legally Blonde. Oh my god. It was written by Amanda Brown and was inspired by her real life experience at Stanford Law School. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. She said in the 2003 interview, I wrote it all on pink paper with my pink furry pen. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one is 13 Going on 30 or Freaky Friday. Oh my God. 13 Going on 30? Friday? Freaky Friday. Oh. Apparently, it was like a children's book, like from a long time ago. I must say because that the Freaky Friday we watch is a remake. Oh, that's yeah, and they made a lot of that. Of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one is Mission Impossible or Die Hard. Oh, Mission Impossible. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the same one, Mission Impossible. <laughs> yep. The Mission Impossible book series and um it's by multiple authors and includes books Mission Impossible, Codename Judas, Codename Little Ivan and several more. Okay, the last one The Godfather or Mobsters? The Godfather? Mobsters? It's The Godfather. Okay. Yeah, I've definitely seen a Godfather book. The first novel, The Godfather, was written by Mario Puso and released in 1961. Hmm. And the film series became one of the most acclaimed franchises in film history. <laughs> Marsha, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank, thank you for having me. This was fun. Is there any last thing you want to say to our fellow readers before you leave? Um, read a book. Yeah. And look at the ingredients on your hair creams. <laughs> <laughs> She's lying. That's not a book. Marsha, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Marsha is also one of our audio um, listen. <laughs> I don't know, baddies, if you've seen like some of the videos that make fun of like people who listen to audiobooks, like that video we watched, Nika, where the person was in like a coffee shop and she was like, <laughs> and she had earphones in and she was like, what are you doing? She was like, I'm reading a book. She was like, no, you're not. She was like, you're listening to a book. You're not reading a book. And she was like, I'm reading a book. And so she did this long like explanation of how it wasn't really reading. And she told the person next to her, like, am I right? And they took their earphones out. I was like, I'm sorry, what did you say? I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you just gotta take a long drive. 
<laughs> read a book while you're driving. No, no, but that's real though. You gotta get, you know, get the get the book any way you can, especially if it's something educational. You know, receive the information however you can because if people tell me like, oh, I don't like to read, if I like give them a book recommendation, I'm like, well, just listen to it. Right. You can get the same so many other ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, baddies, until next week. Happy reading. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us for another meeting with My Baddie Can Read. We hope that you've enjoyed our conversation. Make sure you subscribe to keep reading with us. To keep the talk going outside of the library, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Baddies Can Read. And Twitter at My Baddie Can Read. We'd love your feedback on our book list and any suggestions you may have about future reads. Can't wait to chat again. Until next time, baddies. <laughs>